Hi, this is Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat. Or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg. And I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! You're... You are... Yeah. I'm Batman. The new king Pentagotham. A few times in my life I've seen things. I'm gonna torture with voodoo. Been shot nine times. Well, now that I found that button, we can finally get started on this because it's been a little bit. But uh, hey, this is uh, Two Broke Geeks, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Yeah, and we are recording um, not as regularly anymore for a couple reasons. Uh, one, uh, being in different time zones and, and working uh, different work schedules is rough. But two, uh, my own work schedule here in my time zone just got changed for the second time. So I'm actually starting work later than I used to. So I'm getting home later than I used to, which really doesn't work out when Justin typically has to go into work about the time I'm getting home. <laughs> well, well, it's just funny because like, as we were just saying, like my schedule is changing too. Uh, normally I have m- majority of nights uh, I, is yep. when I work. But now they're going to start shifting me over to a couple morning shifts. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, all right, I guess this is what's life now. Yeah. Plus, I mean, um, there's there's starting to be more news and stuff, which is good. Uh, but SAG-AFTRA, uh, as of this recording, still on strike, still really getting. Um... Actually, I want to talk about that first because it was kind of a big um big deal or not a big deal it was a big fuss but disney is gonna buy out the remaining one third of hulu from comcast that they don't own for something like 8.6 billion dollars and great all of the actors kind of went all of the actors and the writers even though the writers settled already and there's but everyone in hollywood kind of went you have $8.6 billion to buy the last third of Hulu, but yeah. you're fighting with us about how you don't have money to pay us. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> you're all full of shit. Way to go, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Buckers. So that happened, which was, ugh, you know, but anyway, um, yeah. What have you been up to, buddy? Um, Well, mostly just been watching a lot of spooky movies. Like, since mm-hmm. Halloween has come and gone, um, uh, on Halloween I went and did a special screening of Nosferatu with a live band, which oh, was I really bet cool. that was really cool. It was really cool. They're called the Invisible Czars, mm-hmm. and they apparently do it with a couple other films. Like I guess they did it with like an old version of Phantom of the Opera. Did they? And... No, I want to ask a quick question because yeah. um, obviously when that film was released way back in the day. There must have been some music that came with it. Where did yes. you do you know if they were performing the original score or did they rescore? Because I mean, they it rescored a, it. Okay, because it, it you know the way silent movies worked is I you know I actually don't know if like the studio sent music along with the movie to be played 
in the theater because you know silent movies they would have a piano player or maybe they'd have a couple other they wouldn't have like full orchestras unless you yeah. were really fancy but they'd have somebody to play some music and i don't know if the studios sent that along or what so i just yeah, i'm was... not sure but yeah it was a complete synth group uh I, and like a, it was like a guy on a guitar a guy on drums a guy with like an electric uh like synthesized like uh piano electric piano mm-hmm. and a guy doing like a bunch of just uh and then like a bass player it was uh, apparently they did it earlier in the night with um the cabinet of caligari oh i've never seen uh, that one me either i want to watch it though because i've heard good things but like everything about it was just really cool because it's just very old like a very old school movie seeing it on, on a big screen with mm-hmm. a bunch of people who have never seen it That's um cool. And still being like, this film is is still genuinely creepy. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that's really also, cool. also went to the theater to see a double feature of the original uh, Universal Monsters of the Wolfman and the Mummy. Mm-hmm. God, I keep forgetting how long the Mummy is. Oh, I was about to ask you if anything about that movie has uh shifted in your view but apparently it hasn't <laughs> it is not that movie still i still is like and because they did the mummy first and then there was like a 10 minute uh, like a five minute uh intermission and then they mm-hmm. did the wolf man it's like the so the mummy just felt like it went on forever and then the wolfman's like one and done we're out, we're out. <laughs> yeah the mummy is i'm not sure of the runtime but but it feels like a really long movie. Well, it's also like not nothing happens in that movie for the majority yeah. of it. It's just people talking um, about the mummy's curse and stuff. Hang on. Let's see if I can find. Uh, remember what the. Uh, nope, not that mummy. Uh, mm. Universal. Uh, There's so many different versions, too, of the. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Uh oh my god, is seriously they're like nah yeah, there it is. Okay, let's see. Wiki <laughs> it's, it's a it's a it's 73 minutes and it doesn't it feels like it's an hour yeah, and a half. Gonna, yeah, I was gonna say it couldn't it can't be that long. Um yeah. 73 minutes, it's a long ass 73 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's about all of the spooky side of things I've done because mm-hmm. I wanted to go to a couple haunts, but I was busy working and stuff. Sure. Um, oh, I watched uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. How was Five Nights at Freddy's? It sucks. Okay. <laughs> well, I, as someone who knows very little about the lore of the video games, and of what I do know is mostly when I worked at the comic book store. Sure. Um, it's just, it, it's a nothing like horror film. Like it's like mm-hmm. a PG 13. It's, I guess it could be a good gateway horror film for young kids. Cause there's not a lot happening mm-hmm. in terms of like violence and stuff, but overall, it's boring it's very boring it makes no sense and i couldn't get into it okay well but um, the positive 
is I really like Jim Henson. The De- Jim Henson company did the animatronics, like legit animatronics. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. They're, yeah, I bet they're really cool. I, um, you did say, and I, I suppose this is probably on the upside because Five Nights at Freddy's is a very popular video game series. Maybe just not for us. Maybe for, like you said, younger gateway audiences to get into. Yeah. So, so maybe just not made for us. Exactly. That's what I think. It's you like know? there's always those kind of movies. I'm glad. I'm glad it got the. It made a whole bunch of money in the box office, even though it went to Peacock the exact same day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad people went and enjoyed it, just not for me. Yep. That's cool. Um, yeah, I've been also um doing something that I consider long and boring and tedious. <laughs> um that I know you have not done. I know you tried to do this and you tapped out, and I don't blame you. I'm doing the homework for you. Yeah. I've been watching Loki. I don't get why people are so invested in this season. I got through the first two episodes and I'm like, this is like unwatchable for me. Uh, it's oh boy. Um, Come on. Say I'm it. Piss off with, the Loki no, fans. I'm, I'm struggling with um I'm struggling with this season. Um, Here's the thing. I think there's actually, I feel a little bit about this season the way I felt about the first season. I think there's a lot of ideas in here I really like. Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff about it that's really good. Um, I think the whole TVA premise is really cool. I think the branch timeline premise is really cool. This season feels like it spun its wheels for four episodes about. Um, It picks up pretty much literally minutes after the last season. No, not even minutes. It picks up right where the last season left off. It's Loki runs into Mobius. It's a different version of Mobius, but we find out that it's not... um, it's not an alternate timeline. It's the past. It's literally before Mobius and Loki knew each other. And then Loki does his time slipping stuff. And you think that that might be the, the crux of the series, but it's not the the crux of the series is there's this big or the season rather is there's this big time loom that weaves all the timelines together and there's a lot of what on Star Trek would have been called techno babble this season, sci-fi techno babble, where they are making up lots of rules about sci-fi technology. And I don't even mind that because when you're doing sci-fi, you have to do that, but they're cramming a lot of it in to the point where it's a little bit hard to keep track of what the fuck they're talking about at all like i don't i still don't really know why they need this time loom like i have to almost rewatch the season to figure out why they need to weave all these branch timelines through this big machine into one thread it's it's weird um but then it's 
because there's so many branched timelines now, because they decided to stop pruning the timelines, the loom is breaking down and it doesn't work the way it's supposed to anymore. And they fixate on that storyline for like three solid episodes. Um, and oh boy, there's other weird stuff that happens. Like, well, I know that like I've seen snippets. Mm-hmm. So the snippet I've been seeing a lot going around, or there's two snippets I've been seeing a lot going around, and it's the moment when um, Timely meets Ob, and oh, it's geez, like that's and it and it's just the most ridiculous thing. It's like, oh, the you wrote the TVA. Well, I based the TVA on you. And it's like, so you wrote it off your ideas, but your that ideas came from. And, it's just, and it's I know so you stupid. don't. And I then, know you. I don't. Yeah. I know you don't like Ob. I still think Ki Hui Kwan is um, Hui. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Um, Ki Hui Kwan, I think he is still, I I really like him. I like OB. Um, but that, mo- of course, Jonathan Majors is a whole other can of bees. Um, <laughs> so many bees. Dude, I don't know what they're going to do if they can't. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that because, yeah. but uh, yeah, but then the other thing I've been seeing is like, I guess Miss Miss Minutes is the bad guy now. Um, Kinda, yeah. Um, she, um, of course, in the last season, we found out she was helping He Who Remains, and Miss Minutes kind of disappears. And Miss Minutes has Ravona Renslayer give young Victor Timely the TVA handbook to set Victor Timely back up to it's it's kind of a time loop thing she wants to set him up to become he who remains all over again yeah Um, uh miss minutes is in love with he who remains that's a whole thing as well um we find out that miss minutes is in love with he who remains ah Um, the greatest bad guy yeah um tara strong still such a mouthful to say he who remains too. like what a um it's just kang it's kang it's kang um so also like sylvie ended up working in a mcdonald's in a branch timeline in uh 1983 um but obviously she gets dragged back in by loki uh, so there's all the drama with that. And uh, we find out that uh, Mobius loves jet skis so much because in his real timeline that he was pulled from, he was a single dad who was a jet ski, jet ski salesman. <laughs> uh, okay. And we find out Hunter B5 was a nurse and we find out OB was a science fiction writer. Um, and there was one other one. I can't remember. Anyway, the, the last episode left off where um, all the timelines were being pulled apart and breaking down. And uh, OB realized that... Um, the key to fixing things would be Loki's time slipping. And he's like, well, I fixed the time slipping and they're like, but then it started up again. And he 
couldn't control it. And OB was like, well, you just need to learn to control it. If you can control it and figure out where you want to go and just focus on time slipping there, then we can fix things. And so right at the end of the last episode, the timeline was coming undone and Loki reversed it and realized, oh, I can finally control it. And he's setting up for the uh, season finale of going around fixing everything but this all sounds extremely boring it's and you know not it's also weird because from time to time the show seems to forget that loki is a god and has powers they do yeah um just things happen that he could solve by doing loki shit and doesn't he does, yeah like um, um I, I remember the episode where they were chasing like a tva officer who the zartan guy yes and, mm-hmm. and it's just like they're chasing him around and then all of a sudden he just does like the multiple lokis and the shadow thing and i'm like why didn't you do that from the get-go <laughs> like within the tva they've already established magic doesn't work so everything happening in that location that makes sense it makes sense but there's other things that happen. There was a whole chase scene with Victor Timely trying to catch him. He, there were other people involved. And then Sylvie was there and Loki used no magic. And I'm like, Loki, you can do the show just seems to forget that he has powers sometimes. And it's weird. (laughs) I don't know. I'll probably steer i'm probably not even gonna bother trying uh it's i think though my main problem like like i said there's stuff in here i like a lot of the ideas i still think a lot of the people in it are good i like the way it looks the show looks really good i just feel like this season spun its wheels a little bit like it just spent too much time not going anywhere like a whole episode would feel to me like not a lot went on which is yeah. a problem you know did you did you watch the trailer for echo no but i never even saw hawkeye so why do i care about echo that's what i'm thinking like i it's a she like it the it, the it's like half echo half Z- vincent d'onofrio's kingpin um oh, well now i'm back in no, don't be in because no, but I he am. It, the show it's like supposed to be like a darker series, kind of mm-hmm. more reminiscent of I guess the older Daredevil stuff. Well, but, they're, yeah, they're calling it Marvel Spotlight, and it's like cool. Like I, I'm not against a character that is a disabled female, um, getting her own show. No, it just is such a it's just such a bizarre choice to give her. It's like what we like. It's like Marvel keeps doing this. Like, well, we have this character. All right, give her a show. Like Ironheart, I think still has a show coming on the table. Like from her brief uh, bit in Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It's just, but that kind of leads into the whole. Like so, Variety put out an article recently about the whole Jonathan Majors thing. Mm-hmm. Um. And like Marvel's not sure what they're going to do, but the rumor mill going around, and I think it's stated in that article. I don't know. I'm too lazy to go back, but there's talk of Marvel's now wants to bring back the original Avengers and restart again. I, okay. That article was a little bit, there was a lot in that article and I want to talk about it a little bit because 
Number one, there was always going to be secret wars. Yeah. I think they always plan to bring those people back for secret wars anyway. As either resurrected versions of all the originals. Alternates. Or variants. I think that was always going to happen anyway. I don't think they could convince any of those people to start all over again from the beginning. I think that's just not, especially, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is, I mean, he just came off of, he got to do Oppenheimer. He's pretty well aged out of the part. Like at this point, like he's just a lot older than he was when it started. And Chris uh, Evans is off doing all sorts of projects Chris now. Chris Evans, I'm watching a show with him on uh, Leanne and I are watching a mini series with him on Apple TV Plus called um, uh, Defending Jacob. And it's just a, a, you know, Chris Evans plays a dad whose son is accused of murder. He's really good at it. He's a lawyer, but he can't be on his son's case because, yeah. his, you know, it's, <laughs> He's really good in it. It's a good show. And it's also got the kid. Um, I'm forgetting his name right now, but he played Bill in the two recent it movies. Okay. That kid, he plays Jacob, the son. Um, so Chris, I mean, they're all just off. Do- the only one that's not, do- I mean, Mark Ruffalo is still kind of being Hulk. He was just Chris Hemsworth is kind of on a break from acting right now because of like wanting to spend time with his family because he has that genetic marker for early onset alzheimer's and like i'm sure he's going to come back to acting but at the moment he's kind of just like well you know it's not guaranteed i'll get early alzheimer's but i might so like maybe i'll take some time off and hang out with my fam like he's you know doing the dad and husband thing which is yeah you know he should um so i don't think any of those original guys will come back uh, the other thing they discussed, which I also think is dumb, uh, a little dumb, is shifting entirely away from Kang and going to Dr. Doom. Now, look, I love Dr. Doom. He's cool. But uh, just fucking recast Jonathan Majors. There's like, variants. If there's variants of everyone, not everyone's going to look the same. No, and they already established that not every version looks the same because they yeah. have three different Peter Parkers in that Spider-Man movie. Yeah, so just recast Kang and just and just roll with it. Right, like don't be afraid of recasting. I know they've been afraid of recasting. I still am in the camp that it was not a good idea to not recast. Like I understand the emotional reasons for not recasting Chadwick Boseman. I still think it was not like a great move story-wise, but that's whatever it is now. You have time, Marvel, you have time at this point. If Jonathan Majors is convicted and you don't want to do business with him anymore, as you shouldn't, if he's convicted of crimes, just get a different actor to go in. There's other actors out there that would like the part. (laughs) Yeah, not only that, but like now, and this is part of their whole like Marvel thing where like now they have so many projects, and because they've now put these eggs into the Kang basket, Mm -hmm. all you have to do, like, to just completely shift and put 
and be like, we're, oh, well, forget about that. This is what's really going on. I think that article also, maybe it was that article or maybe it was a follow-up that had a quote from somebody that's already seen all of Loki. And they said, after that season finale of Loki, I don't see how you just shift away from Kang and ignore yeah. it. Like the season finale of Loki apparently rests pretty heavily on, I mean, both seasons have anyway, but I guess something happens in the season finale of Loki that's like, no, if you shift away from that now and don't recast that guy, that's really going to screw everything up pretty bad. Yeah, I might get around to finishing it at some point, but honestly, I've been too busy co- a 100% completing Spider-Man 2. Jelly. It's so fucking good. I um, every Every single thing I've seen about it, is amazing the yeah the story aspect really great the what they do with certain characters i'm gonna make sure i'm not spoiling anything for you Mm -hmm. uh but like the way they change up the characters i'm like i was like oh fuck (laughs) Mm, like they changes up in such an interesting like original way that mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm super stoked for when they do the DLCs, and I'm super stoked when they announce Spider-Man 3, because they're mm. going to make a Spider-Man 3. Oh, I'm sure they will. Well, especially with the way this ended. I'm like, how can you not? Um, also, it is probably one of the only game in my collection that I have actually platinumed. Um, really? Trophy-wise. It's so easy. Really? Yeah. I I... I already had kind of gathered it's a little bit short. Um, it's shorter, I've yes. I've seen lots of people who have completed it already, you know, yourself included, um, which is disappointing, but also, like, not, like... Um, I, I think it's a... I, I, would, I would have liked it to be a longer game, mm-hmm. but in all honesty, the way they do the story and stuff... If mm-hmm. you just don't like it, like if you 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 can break it up into, but like I actually think, although I wanted to be longer, I think lengthwise it was fine. Um, yeah, like the, as long as it the, emo- the story being played, like sure. No, and the story, like the fact that you can do like you have to be Miles or Peter at certain points in this game, mm-hmm. and they kind of bridge the gaps of like they really expand on like the miles game as well as stuff that happened in the first spider-man game mm-hmm. they do they took such good care about uh with the, all the characters and mm-hmm. some of the characters in the side missions i took me a minute I'm like oh it's this person like are there mj missions again this game yes okay there, which is probably my least favorite thing about it. I mean, I didn't love them in the first one either, but they're not bad. It, it just, for me, the MJ missions are just kind of hilarious because you have to go through, MJ has to do a lot of going through Craven's forces. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and they kind of play it up as like, well, she was trained by Silver Sable in the last game between games. And I'm like, you have a taser? That's it? No, there's no way. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Yeah, but what they do with Craven's really great. What they do with Venom's really great. Um, the other villains that show there's not as many like 
Spider-Man villain? Well, there are, but there's a whole caveat to it. Well, I already had a hunch because there was already two main bads in this game that it wouldn't leave a ton of room for other characters like the first like the first one had uh what's his name mr negative uh yeah, mis- it, mr negative sandman uh, no, and mr negative vulture shocker scorpion right octopus. But, but it had all those villains but mr negative was kind of the big bad versus yeah. i what i gathered from the trailers you had Craven and Venom as both kind yes. of mate, which is a lot to then also put other characters on top of, you know. But, but the side missions where you have, uh, I'm trying to remember in my head, which was him, him, him. There's like, I think three or three or four side missions that involve like main main uh, like other Marvel character, like big bads. That's cool. Yeah, but like I'll tell you, like the opening fight is with Sandman, and it's oh, that's cool. Fa- it's fantastic. I saw some of the footage of Sandman. It looked so good. Yeah, say, like say, the the intro fight scene to Sandman to kind of get in the just to kind of get you going mm-hmm. is like probably one of the more intense beginnings, and wow. it really sets up because he has a he has a side mission where you have to go and find all these crystals with his memories throughout the city and you have to fight like all his like a bunch of sand copies of him and it's great okay interesting we gotta get you a ps5 so you can get in on this no i keep ending i keep saying i gotta get in on it but i'm just it's been a year for money things on my end so what you should do is you should steal the declaration of uh was it the, the pussy declaration of pussy pendants yeah um yeah. so there was season seven of big mouth since we last recorded <laughs> uh it was of course friggin' great yeah <laughs> um really funny um but uh the the and I know a lot of people have given this show crap because it is, uh, you know, it's it's in a lot of ways, it's very like it's extraordinarily crude. It's got a lot of stupid humor. But boy, does it have a lot of good stuff to say at the same time. I I still think that the bet the the uh, the ending ending a hookup song. Yep. Like a ba- ending a bad hookup is like you can always end a hookup. Yeah, like no yeah. means no. Like and not just for women. It was on yeah. both sides of the thing. Like this is bad. I want to stop this, but I don't think I should stop this. And then going, no, you can if you're not having a good time, just stop. For any reason, just stop. Yeah. It's yeah, I liked that. Um Andrew's I, whole bit where he's like weirdly <laughs> obsessed and horny for pregnant Daisy Duck. That was so funny. Um, no, but I was just just back on the topic of oh. good stuff. No, we can talk about really funny stuff after, but um I think really highlighting Caleb was also really great too. Yes, because Caleb you know has been like kind of a side character but he's very obviously on the spectrum and giving him and matthew kind of this uh weird but sweet 
friendship where Matthew kind of comes to realize that number because, you know, Matthew is catty and doesn't really think he has friends, but realizes that like he had he's friends with Caleb and then standing up for Caleb when they go to the high school and like Caleb gets lost and upset because he was left alone in a strange place. And um, and then the episode with the mall where that was so good. It was so good. (laughs) Just really highlighting a character that's on the spectrum that has a lot of uh, difficulty like you know having the logic rock behind him with the copy of uh being friends for dummies like teaching yeah. him how to navigate a social situation and i don't know i thought it was amazing i loved uh, it so much also really like the episode of sex in different uh countries the one around the world yeah the more Maury just gaslighting every moment. Oh, America, where we have the most amazing thing in the world, puberty. We're the only country in the world with puberty. We're not. Yes, we are. I can't believe we got Lupita Nyong'o to talk about a wet clam snatch. <laughs> well, and the other thing I appreciate, I read about this because I looked it up. Um, uh, I don't know what made me look it up, but they they brought in a lot of the voice actors that do the dubs in the countries that they highlighted in that special and they were like, we could have just had English speaking actors do that. But if we were going to tell stories about experiences in other parts of the world, it seemed better and more respectful to have people from those parts of the world speak in their native language. That's you know. awesome. Yeah. You know, hi. So what they had like. Um, the girl that loved her bidet because it got yeah. her off. <laughs> I loved the bus. Uh, I can't remember what country that was. The party in. bus in uh, party bus, in, but... in India. I no, because uh, that had Lupita Nyong'o in it as the shame wizard. So it was in. Oh yeah, so it was, it was South. It was in one of the countries in Africa. I can't, I feel bad. I can't remember which one, but there's also a lot of countries on the continent of Africa. So, yeah. Uh, now, so yeah, I can't. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really liked Meg the Stallion being a hormone monster for that uh, older girl that uh, Nick had a crush <laughs> on. The crush on. That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love the the episode where Andrew kept vomiting up versions of himself in the past, trying to figure out life went wrong. Yes. (laughs) That first episode where they go to high school, he's like, call me Drew. I'm not Andrew, who's a creep. My name's Drew now. But oh, and again, coming back to like good moments from the episode where he keeps thinking he's gonna have to shove his finger up that guy's asshole to stop him from beating him up. But it finally gets to the point where it's like instead of trying to figure out where your life went wrong, like just a 
apologize for what you did. And he's like, but it was an accident. I didn't mean to. And it's like, yeah, but you can still apologize. Like you feel bad. Like just even if it was an accident, say you're sorry. (laughs) Coach Steven, bad mitten. I'm a bad fucking mitten. (laughs) (laughs) And Jake's mom gives him sad mitten. (laughs) Sad mitten instead. So, such a Coach good Steve show. having a total psychotic yeah. break. Well, Jake's mom is still like, oh, I'm going to let that guy plow me. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> they blow his fucking hand off with a shotgun. <laughs> well, I guess it's just me and Sadman now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Coach mm. Steve. Lola's whole thing she's dating Jake's brother that and I'm dating Trent now that means you're I'm your sister what (laughs) What the fuck oh yeah I did I man I laughed a lot during the season oh yeah great time Uh, one more season they they've got they they uh greenlit the uh eighth and final season yeah Nice. So, yep. Um, trying to think. Oh, yeah. So since our last recording, there was also the South Park special. Yes. Did we wait? Did that come out since? The, yeah, I guess it did. I. I know we talked about it before it came out. We've like, talked about it. I don't know if we. I. I probably saw it, but you haven't yet. I've seen it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like when we last recorded about it. Oh, I'm trying maybe. to remember. Maybe, but yeah, I. Um, boy, that was funny. It's so funny. Like, uh, there's parts of it where I wasn't 100% sure. Like, the whole Kathleen Kennedy is an alien eating cereal that looks like Kyle. Yeah, the end was super weird. <laughs> the end yeah. made no Mom, sense. check out my bad. Is Kathleen Kennedy and the Disney executives there? Uh, the whole idea that Cartman's worst nightmare is Kathleen Kennedy replacing all the beloved characters from his childhood <laughs> with gay women. Put a chicken that make her gay and make it super late. Oh no, not just gay women, gay diverse women. Yes, gay it, women yeah. of color. Right, but and then the whole like I, the whole pandering of like the Kyle and Stan are like, no, pa- multiverses are stupid. They're lame. <laughs> that I agree with. Yeah, that whole take. I was like, but I actually it took me a while to, and I, for a while I was like, man, they're leaning really hard on this idea that replacing characters with. Do they like agree with that take or is it just because it's a super Cartman thing to think? And I eventually came to the idea that yes, it's they're, both. <laughs> they're make no, I think they're making fun of the sometimes. Oh, they're ripping on Disney hard. Oh, they're totally ripping on Disney hard. But I can't I also agree with them though about the idea that um not about Disney casting diverse characters, but they they also made it very clear it Disney is creatively bankrupt right now like all yeah. they're doing is remaking all of their old shit and it is where's, Ka- where's kathy oh we th- we sent her away to work on uh we sent her down to bambi to put <laughs> her chicken and make her gay ma'am it's it's a deer 
Put a chicken and make her gay. And make it super lame. Yes. yes. Uh, so, yeah, it was really funny. Uh, the- Here you go, madam. Your carbonara. Your carbonara. Put a chicken in it and make it gay. Um, this is a spaghetti. Did I stutter? <laughs> Um, I also having the whole, um, universe that was just, everybody was a gay woman of color <laughs> and Cartman shows up there and they're like, uh, this little fat white boy says he's <laughs> 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 so- and the, and the black and the black Cartman's like whole thing is just to make a, get a, a faster CPU to play Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I think that she's gonna fix the, fix the dimension, <laughs> send her back to her own dimension, and she's like, "No, I just gonna play Baldur's Gate." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, I did finally get caught up on this season of uh, Rick and Morty. Oh shit! I forgot to watch the this last episode. Oh, was there one? Did you? So you didn't see, uh, was it, la- is Rick and Morty Sunday nights? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't see last night's. As okay. I saw up through. Up to Jericky? Yes, Jericky. I saw Jericky. that Jericky. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I am liking this season. It's just more good Rick and Morty stuff. Um, the the voices for Rick and Morty still sound pretty on point. Yep, can't tell there's any difference. But uh, I really liked the Unity one where with, no, yeah, uh, the president uh, <laughs> uh, only way to get his approval rating to stay president is to take over 100% Unity. Percent is to try and use Unity's powers to take over America. <laughs> And then at the end, because, you know, he, well, uh, of course, it all starts when he wants to date Rick's therapist. (laughs) And Rick's like, don't date my fucking therapist. He sets up that operative, that, that's that secret operative group to go in Idaho or to Ohio, but they need a psychiatrist. Oh yeah. No, they're going to Virginia. uh, Virginia. Yeah. He's camping out in Virginia and has made Virginia too perfect. (laughs) The president standing in the helicopter, gunning everybody down going civil war, baby. Yeah. Uh, Like the whole, the whole unity's there just because she's worried about Rick going after the uh, the Rick that killed his family. But he's like, didn't see, didn't get her, didn't check his answer machine. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, bringing back unity was fun. Um, yeah, the whole Jericky thing where Rick and Jerry like get their brains scrambled up <laughs> is really, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm liking it. It's it's Rick and Morty. Yep. Um, how many more episodes of Doom Patrol do we have? One. Ugh. Yep. And again, that's another show. <sighs> good. Good morning, sex ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that immortimus. The the oh, the whole immortimus episode <laughs> was so good. Their music. The whole musical bit where. It's, where Brendan Fraser just singing a song about masturbating. Yep, that friggin' was so, so 
funny. Um, yeah, I'm going to miss Doom Patrol. I, um, but I like kind of how they're wrapping it up. I like that now Jane is all of the personalities. They've all combined. Um, <clears throat> I like that. Uh, but it's also that whole part was just so dark as well because it was just the one piece missing where she finally acknowledged yep. that her dad basically had sexually assaulted her. Yep. Yep. That was, it was really something. Um, I, I still am not quite sure how they're going to wrap up Larry's storyline. Cause Larry's storyline is pretty, um, pretty sad. Yeah. Larry's story has been sad all along and it's still sad. Like yeah. I still, there was that episode where he goes to talk to, um, the original uh, thing that was inside of him and he's just like I don't want to die like I've given I, I have a second chance at being a father I, I you know missed out on being a dad the first time around and I finally got a second chance to be you know Keeg is the the thing that's in him now he's like I finally get this chance to be a dad to Keeg and I'm gonna miss out a second time like I'm gonna die it's not fair and it's not right and i'm like god they've got to do something for larry i mean he's got the boyfriend now but even the boyfriend is like that was super dark he's like because he's mr elemental you know he's elemental man or whatever and he's like unstable and he's like before i lose control of my powers i'm just gonna row out into the mediterranean sea or whatever it was he said he was gonna go to and i'm gonna jump overboard and i'm gonna go for a little bit of a swim and then i'm gonna turn myself into lead and sink to the bottom and die i'm like yeah that's bleak so fucking bleak uh madame rouge's whole story of trying to uh, of trying to like mend everything and be a better Mm -hmm. person yeah like well coming everyone has great but like bullet points and then there's the zombie butts and then there's the butts (laughs) yeah (laughs) like the one butt that like would didn't want to go with his brother but then his but then his like his gets, wa- his human wife gets yeah. turned into a werebutt. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Yes. I, I love mean it. it's gonna end up ridiculous at some point. It's Doom Patrol, but yeah. the butts. Man. Yeah, now cyborg's back to being like full cyborg. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The last one is this week and it's called End Patrol. Or no, Damn Done it. Patrol. Done, Done Patrol. Mm-hmm. Watch it be like um what's his name from the first season? Mr. Uh, Nobody. Uh, yeah, Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody just shows up again. Oh, I'd love if they brought him back. He was so Miss Alan Tudyk was so good in that part. Yes. No, it's it's they've got to defeat Immortimus. Isabel yeah. fucking feathers. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about all I've got going on on my end. Yeah. Um, I mean, as of recording, the Marvels comes out this week. Oh, geez, I totally forgot. I don't even think I'm going to. I hate to say it, but probably not rushing to the theater to see that anytime soon. Oh, I'm not. No, yeah. I'm going to miss that one entirely, unfortunately, or for yeah. whatever. I just, I have no interest, really. Yeah. Well, now, like, there's Outside like. Outside of Iman yeah. Vellani. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 
Well, aren't she you ex- was, yeah. I, her show was fun and I'm interested in her character, but I'm not super interested in this movie. Yeah. Um, but aren't you excited for Terrifier 3, the Christmas movie? Not at all. Yeah. No, I have no interest in Terrifier. Um, you know that. <laughs> Everybody yep. knows that. <laughs> Even uh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Terrifier 2, still one of the meanest movies I've ever seen. It's just a mean spirited movie. And the, the third one's going to be probably just as me. I'm telling you, I um, told Anthony, like, we're going to see it. We're going to have like an hour and a half, like, violent scene of him murdering Santa Claus. And I don't want that. Maybe, probably something like that. It's not going to be good. It's terrible. Did you see the photos of, um, of the, of, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2 of <sighs> a better look? It yes. looks better. But I'm still like, no. No, that's stupid. (laughs) Um, Oh, um, Mm. but yeah, I will be buying tickets. Oh, I'll probably be buying tickets soon to see Godzilla minus zero (gasps) in an IMAX. I'm jealous. Boy, that second trailer was good. I love the fact that his spines pop up before (laughs) he shoots late. I'm like, what the fuck? That's super cool. Yeah, um, it looks just balls to the wall. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be insane. So uh, there's an IMAX about ten miles from here, and I'm like, "Yep, jealous." <laughs> That's happening. Jealous. Um, there's a, I mean, there's nothing like there's some movie stuff coming out. Like I'll probably be, see, I don't know when the next time we'll be recording because you're starting to get into your other job. Yeah. <laughs> Super busy, but I'm sure we'll get to it. Maybe in the next yeah. No, I have a lot going on next week. Depending on what happens this week, we might have stuff to talk about next week too. Yeah. So we'll yeah. figure it out one way or another. Because I'm trying to think of anything else that's happened. Not and much for me. Yeah. Not much here either. I, I've kind of slowed down a little bit going to the movies for now. Yeah, but yeah like, it's thank- the end of the year. There's yeah. Yeah. There's a Thanksgiving movie coming out later that oh, be that's interesting. Eli Roth's thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd be curious. I'm curious about that. Sure. Um, I think those are like really the only two movies like that are coming out that I'm super into as Thanksgiving and Godzilla minus zero. Yeah, there's not much coming up. I yeah. Unless the trailer for It's a Wonderful Knife is going to be insane. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's from the guy who did Freaky, and I really like Freaky. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. But and it's Justin Long being a murderer, so it feels a lot like um the Happy Death Day movies. Okay. So hmm. we'll we'll see. I don't know. I need to see another trailer or some more footage to really get an idea for it. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess that'll do it for this time around. Word. Catch yeah. Catch everybody later. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, 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 oh.
Oh, 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 oh,